Welcome to A Sustainable Life with me, Jen Gale. Join me each week for inspirational stories from people making sustainable changes in their lives, their work and their communities, as well as solo episodes from me exploring the small changes we can all make each and every day to make a big difference to the planet. Hello and welcome to this first ever episode of A Sustainable Life with me, Jen Gale. I am ridiculously overexcited to finally get this podcast out into the world. It really does feel like it's been a long time coming. So I'd love for you to join me each week as we explore all things sustainable living, what that even means, why it's important, how to get started, and big questions like, do we all need to give up our cars? Do we need to start running around hugging trees and wearing hand-woven shirts? I can tell you now, a little bonus for this first episode, that the answer to those last questions is an emphatic no. I'm here to tell you that sustainable living is possible for all of us, no matter where we live or how much money we might have, whether we live on our own or with our families, it's something we can all take action on. I see it as a journey rather than a destination. It's a series of small changes, small changes that quickly become your new normal and that add up to make a big difference. My aim with this podcast is to inspire and to motivate you, whether you're at the very start of that journey or you're a seasoned traveller, to just keep making one more change, take one more step along the way. So you might be asking what on earth qualifies me to sit here and to talk to you about sustainable living. And do you know what? Nothing. I have no formal sustainability qualifications. I'm just one person, one pretty ordinary person, a wife, a mum, a retired vet who decided one day that she and her family were going to spend a year buying nothing new. And that year changed my life. I feel like there should be some kind of cliche klaxon there. Back in 2012, our two boys were still preschoolers and were home with me pretty much 24 seven. And I think I must have subconsciously, or maybe consciously been looking for a small diversion, something that was for me and not part of my role as a mum. And I read a magazine article about a woman doing what she called her secondhand safari, a year buying nothing new. And I distinctly remember, possibly a little naively, thinking that it sounded like quite a fun challenge and wondering if we could do it too. So after a couple of conversations with my husband and a slightly heated debate about whether buying a newspaper counted as buying something new, it did, we boldly embarked on what I dubbed my make-do and mend year. We set ourselves some rules. We said we could buy food, toiletries and medicines and new shoes for the kids to make sure that they fitted. But everything else had to be sourced secondhand. I started a blog to document the journey, little knowing that it was a journey that would change not just how we shopped, but how I see my place in the world. I learned all kinds of new skills like patching jeans, many, many pairs of jeans, darning socks, making jam, And I discovered all kinds of alternative retail outlets, charity shops, flea markets, car boot sales, auction houses, vintage fairs. I found out about some amazing projects like Freecycle and Freegull and the Edinburgh Tool Library and repair cafes, and we'll hear more about these in future episodes. And I stumbled upon a whole new community of amazing people, 
extraordinary people who cared about the same things I did and were getting out there and making a difference. More than that, more than all of that, I learned that as one ordinary person, a wife, a mum, living in a small market town in rural England, that I could make a difference, that my actions mattered. All of my actions, all of my choices had a consequence and that I could make different choices, small changes in the things we were buying and consuming and in how we were living. Changes that in the grand scheme of things might seem inconsequential, but it that if we all choose to make them, the world would be changed for the better. I realised that although I thought I was already pretty green, I mean, I was doing my recycling, what more could I really do, right? That I was somehow choosing to look away from some of the big issues facing us right now because I thought it was someone else's thing to deal with. That it was up to big business or the government to take action because after all, what possible impact could little old me have? I think I knew on some level, as I suspect we all do, that three t-shirts for six pounds or two chickens for a fiver doesn't really add up somehow. But I think I thought it must be okay that someone somewhere had done the maths and that there must be rules and regulations in place to make sure it's all above board. But once I started thinking more about what I was buying, where it was coming from, who might have made it, I was forced to confront the sad reality that the maths does add up, but only if corners are cut. And that the people who end up paying the true cost of our cheap goods and our cheap food are the people at the bottom of the supply chains. Now, these are all pretty big things, right? And it felt like opening that proverbial can of worms. The more I learned, the more I looked, instead of looking away, the more complicated it felt like things became. Did I buy the fair trade sugar or the sugar in the paper bag? Did I buy organic apples or the ones grown in the UK? And that was just the supermarket shop. And should I actually even be shopping in the supermarket? Shouldn't I be supporting my local farmer's market or my local butchers? And, 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 and. And there were times when it felt overwhelming. The more I learned, the more I was forced to confront the damage that's being done to the planet. The damage that our family was doing to the planet. And the more terrified, genuinely terrified, I became about the kind of world our kids are going to grow up in. And I still get that overwhelm. Those feelings of despair and panic watching Blue Planet and seeing the sheer volume and size of the plastic pollution issues and then going to make a cup of tea and taking the plastic milk bottle out of the fridge. Hearing the news about polar ice caps, experiencing this quite frankly bizarre weather we've had here in the UK for the last few months. And I keep coming back to the fact that I'm just one person. We're just one family. How can we possibly make a difference? But do you know what? I am one person. And the only person whose actions I have any control over are my own. And maybe sometimes the kids on a good day. I have control, I have power over my own actions. I make choices every single day that can either have a positive or a negative impact on both people and planet. So I can choose to say no to fast fashion. I can choose to repair my clothes rather than just ditch them. I can choose the unpackaged fruit and veg over the stuff in plastic bags and hundreds of other choices each and every day. How awesome is that? How powerful am I? How powerful are you? Because if I can do it, you can do it too. My actions might be a drop in the ocean, but that ocean wouldn't be there without each and every one of those drops. Drops made up by my actions, your actions, 
everyone's actions. That's how change happens. Each of us making different decisions, better choices, one by one by one, until all of those changes, those drops come together and they form a puddle and then a pond and then a river that leads to this giant, plastic-free, I hasten to add, unpolluted, brimming with life ocean. Was that too many cliches in one go? What I'm trying to say is that we can all make a difference and overwhelming as some of these issues facing us are, like climate change, plastic pollution, fast fashion, resource depletion, we can all make a difference every single day. So I hope you'll join me on this podcasting journey, on this sustainable living journey, on your own sustainable living journey. If you like what you've heard so far, please do subscribe and then I think somehow the iTunes fairies work their magic and more people get to hear about the show. We get to spread our message and we get to change the world for better, one sustainable step at a time. And I'll catch you next time. Take care. You've been listening to A Sustainable Life with me, Jen Gale. If you've enjoyed the show, do leave a review and make sure you tell all your friends. And I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts and feedback. So do drop me an email on jen at jengale.co.uk or hop over to Facebook and join my Sustainable Life community.